0: farm. Okay. okay it's a space grass. I never had a space grass in a fan. Yeah. Kinda. Alright, All right, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. Alright, we're ready.
1: the night before a movie podcast each episode we find a unique place in the city and share a drink in our thoughts about the movie we watched the night before this is lee and i am joined as always by my husband jesse we are at fat Beat farm new discovery of ours I'm, i don't know how long it's been here but we just discovered it and today. a
0: story about how we got here our our plan is to record our year in review episode, Top Five, Bottom Five.
1: Top Five, Bottom Five. That's right.
0: <laughs> Where we pick our personal five favorite films we talked about on the podcast. Not what we saw this year or what came out in 2021, but in the 2021 year. You're spilling stuff all over the yeah, table. Sorry.
1: Now I can hear my microphone again. That's
0: how the last one started. <laughs> okay.
1: Sorry. Uh, um,
0: our top five favorite films for the podcast
1: from the podcast
0: personal yes for the 2021 and then so our then, bottom five
1: so you're gonna say your top five I'm gonna say my top five see if we have any inner, um, interlap overlap mm-hmm. and then because we haven't talked about our top fives together no, yet. no we
0: wrote them in secret and over and then lunch. your
1: bottom five and my bottom five and see if we have any overlap yeah
0: well I think we're gonna do bottom five first then top five yeah yeah, bottom so first anyway
1: top. we were l- gonna go eat lunch like at three o'clock we haven't eaten it's anything now five yet. o'clock it's now five o'clock and we went to a first place it wasn't a good vibe so Got we night were before going rejected night before rejected not the night before vibe so we ended up going to another place See, but, but done we this, missed yeah, now the now we've done this
0: podcast for a while we have right. standards is where we <laughs> record we thought it was going to be a cool little by the water vibe on a dock <clears throat> but it was a little too rowdy and the old timers band old was about timer band
1: was about to play and we were like eh, that might kill or it, it wasn't our vibe in general not for just night thing. before for the,
0: for the top five bottom five episode. in general i did think i didn't mention this i did think about going back to flower crown kombucha like where it all started i, I want
1: to do that too
0: no, but for, for your sure. your first episode of the season, oh, you, you didn't go back. Mention that no, I didn't to because me. they didn't have. I would any, have
1: promoted that, they but they don't have food. We, we needed, needed food, so we decided to go to Safety Harbor, which is another place we like to go. And um,
0: missed the turn. We
1: missed the exit <laughs> because so, I was distracting him with my phone. Well, we
0: were looking to see where we should go, and then I was like, "Oops, there's the exit." So we kept driving.
1: So we were going rerouted, a random way.
0: No, rerouted.
1: Rerouted, like, far.
0: But open to the universe and the possibilities. Um, And we're still on our way to safety. But we say if we pass anything interesting, which is unlikely, we'll stop. stop.
1: But then as we're passing, we see this farm.
0: We're rolling up into a place called Oldsmar, Florida.
1: And it says Fat Beep Farm and Kitchen. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) What is that? That looks, like, good. Really good. So I pull it up on my phone real quick. And I see that has some, they basically grow everything here. Yeah, it's like farm they to have, table. Yeah, farm to table, but it's not like uppity farm to table. It's like casual farm to table. No, it's
0: like eating in the little restaurant at a farm, little cafe. So we had some lunch. It was really good. I had like a pork sandwich thing
1: Peruvian pork.
0: Peruvian pork. You had a salad. I had a farm
1: salad. Yeah, That, that good. they grow here and a corn chowder, which. Corn and sweet potato chowder, which is really good. And then they also make their own biscuits, which we love. We have a
0: history of biscuits. And they were good.
1: Honey, jam, and butter. They were butter. Really fun.
0: Um, and, um, and then normally we have this over drink or coffee. They don't brew any beer or serve any cocktails. But they do serve some of our favorite drinks in a can.
1: Some local canned beers.
0: So I've already, yeah, it's sort of local brew. So we had the, we started off with lunch. Skyway Haze by Green Bench Brewing, which we haven't visited yet. I realized in Saint Petersburg, we will. We'll probably do an episode there this year. But the other two drinks we have, we that we're drinking now that we did do episodes. Our most recent. I have a space
1: grass from Angry Chair.
0: Which we talked about last episode. Shout out to Angry Chair and early in the podcast um, episodes, we did. An episode at um, Hidden, Hidden Springs. Springs. I think it was the Minari episode. And...
1: How do you remember that?
0: I associate the drink and the place oh with the movie. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay, go <laughs> ahead. But it was
0: Minari, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, it was. Look it, at that. It episode it number been. two.
1: Um, and
0: I have their ZFS, ZFG drink, which probably, we probably talked about that on ZFG, that episode.
1: Zero fucks given. On
0: episode two. So listen to that. Yep. And then our next episode, because after this, we're going to the movies...
1: We
0: are, and we're going to see Licorice Pizza, and and
1: we're going to go see a Red double Rocket. feature. I mean, we are going to movie hop tonight. Well,
0: not even really. We have that AMC movie pass. I mean, so not, it's not illegally
1: like a, movie yeah, hop. Yeah. Meaning, we're going to see a movie, take a like thirty minute break, and see another movie. Yeah, which we haven't done in a long time. You and that's I. true.
0: That's true. So expect our next episode to be a double feature of Licorice, feature, pizza, licorice pizza, pizza, and Red Rocket.
1: Unless it's we have so much to talk about, we'll make it a part one, part two. Yeah.
0: But we've gotten better at keeping them concise.
1: Okay. All
0: right. But I don't imagine this will be super long. Let's do bottom five, top five. Okay. The way this will work. I'm borrowing this from a couple other podcasts that do top tens and year in reviews. Okay. And this is anybody, if you're first time listening, maybe it's a good... Or if you missed some episodes, maybe sometimes like with movie podcasts, I know. You
1: can catch up.
0: I'm like, oh, I won't listen to the podcast because I haven't seen that movie
1: or But whatever. I'll listen to their top ten or but top five. Maybe
0: this can give you some episodes to go back and listen to, especially okay. our personal top fives each. So I figured there's a couple of podcasts I listen to that do this. And so we'll start at our, like, number five and work our way down. And if one of us gets to a movie... That the other is on their list, but it's further down. We'll just say because we don't want to talk about the movie twice. Right. We'll just that's say that's
1: my number. whatever. No,
0: that's further down on my list.
1: Further down on my list. Okay. And
0: we'll talk about it when.
1: Oh, you'll say that was my number two. Yeah. Yeah. Or number four. Whatever. And we can just
0: go back and forth. So if like, if you're number five. It, yeah, we'll just we'll just bounce it back and forth. So
1: again. For the bottom five, number one is your least liked one.
0: Out of all... We had some, we had like 20-something episodes. Number one
1: is our least favorite movie we saw in 2021. Yeah, we had 20... Or that we did a podcast on.
0: We had over 20, 25, 26, 24 episodes in the previous year. Or for the 2021 year. We didn't start at the beginning. We didn't. Ha- we don't have an episode every week, but we also didn't start in January. This right. podcast, but there's like 24, 25 episodes, and some episodes have more than one movie.
1: Yeah, we have double feet, you know, double or triple.
0: So, and then we're even letting our Christmas episode count of all the Hallmark movies and our but, Midnight Mass and the Midnight Mass TV series. But we did agree that we they would can't not
1: count for th- Hallmark movies can't, can't be the, count bottom for the bottom five because. They're all bottom five.
0: Probably. Yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, technically. Well, you could think
0: that. But someone could have one they really like that could be in their top five.
1: You would have to do, once we do a lot of Hallmark movies, we'll go back and do a top five, bottom five of just Hallmark movies.
0: I'll be honest. I don't know if I could remember, like, their plots at that point. That's true. That's
1: true. All right. Anyway, let's go.
0: So you want to go first with your first. um,
1: So my number five.
0: We're doing bottom five. Not the one you, not your worst. The one you like, and then maybe you kind of like these, but not as much as the others. So but, these are my
1: five worst. So
0: we're starting at the one.
1: I, and no, I enjoyed something about all of these, but yeah. if I had to pick my bottom five, starting with five going down to one, mm-hmm. my number five would be. Oh, you're gonna kill me for this one. Too.
0: That's okay. Oh, and here's the other thing. Pause, <laughs> pause. Here's a rule: if for some reason, and when we say that's further down my list, and when we. We're not gonna say where. So if for some reason somebody says a bottom five that's in the other's top five,
1: oh, that's still we further can't say.
0: that's still further down my list.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Right, it's true. It's further up my list.
0: But we'll say we'll say okay. it, that, that's on my list. We'll say okay. that's on my list. Okay.
1: So my bottom five number five is Zola. Ooh. Zola.
0: So I thought about putting this on mine, but I didn't.
1: Yeah. I was like, no way is this I, in the I enjoyed part? going to see it, especially because mm-hmm. we went to Greenlight Cinema and it was filmed in Tampa slash St. Pete. It was filmed
0: like a, many scenes whatever. were filmed a stone's throw away from our so house. So I
1: enjoyed that aspect of it. But there, if I, ha- when looking through all the movies we watched, I would say that is my number five of my bottom five.
0: I'll say this. I wanted, I've been thinking about Zola because some of the podcasts I listen to, and one of these, I will say There's a podcast called F This Movie. That's where I kind of, their top 10 procedure, that's where I got it from. And one of the folks on there, Zola was in their top 10 for the year.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is.
0: And though I didn't even consider Zola for my top five, I considered it for a moment for my bottom five.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But I realized, I think I got to see that. I want to watch that movie again. It's going to pop up streaming somewhere at a non-rental price for free at some point. Watch it again. And cause I, I, all I can remember is when we saw it, I remember the vibe from you and I coming out of it was kind of like, whew, like, yeah, that movie's kind of meant to be funny. And it's like dark humor. Because it's all told from a Twitter story. also a made Twitter me so sad. Yeah.
1: really made me sad. And I'm taking a personal... Take on this, which I shouldn't, which other people might not have because they don't live here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't like how it portrayed our city.
0: Well, not even, and I know I I shouldn't
1: bring that mm. into it, but it's how I felt about watching it. I had no
0: problem with how it portrayed the city. I did. What was the uncomfortable vibe that left for me? Like, for example, I forgot it's not the Oasis Hotel motel. It's we drive by it on the way home all the time. Yeah, yeah. And there's that scene, and it's even part of the. Advertising shots where the whole Zola gang is standing on the second the, floor on the yeah, balcony uh-huh. of that motel mm-hmm. that we drive by every day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and though we know always shady and bad things happen in that motel,
1: probably not always, but probably not always, a lot of people that are just homeless live there it sometimes been, it for a night of reprieve,
0: and has had unpleasant <laughs> circumstances surrounding it. At there times, are unpleasant. And unpleasant characters, right? But to see that and to know that, oh, some tragic things that have happened in this place that I see every day in Drive-By is, is being played as a comedy.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the part. Like that. A I lot don't of the comedy let, aspect of it it, it, it got lost on me because maybe I took it connection. too seriously. But I had just a, more like of that. a...
0: I don't think Tampa comes off as particularly negative portrayal in the sh- movie because you see movies all the time and like there's the disconnect you see movies all the time that take place in bigger cities and rough things but you don't ever think much about the city like oh that's a terrible place you think oh there are bad neighborhoods in that city like there are
1: well everywhere lives. bad things happen so what
0: got me is it's a little more close to home because you drive by that
1: yeah place. anyway it was my bottom five I, I wasn't thrilled about it I didn't dislike it I'm glad I saw it and I would watch it again what was but that? um, the feelings I had leaving that movie were just like, eh, yeah, I well, could, I I could do without it. Well, I remember it was
0: an, kind of an unpleasant downer vibe. Yeah. At the end of that night when we left the theater. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, what movie did we see? We saw, oh, Boogie. We saw a movie with Taylor Page.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Recently, who's in Zola. It was Boogie. Mm-hmm which did not make it on the podcast, um, so we don't have to worry about raining it. All right. My <laughs> number, f- number, my number five? five of the bottom five is a film called A Quiet Place Part Two. Oh,
1: my <laughs> God. Okay, that almost made it on my top five, but it got cut because there was too many better movies, but it was definitely <laughs> towards the top. I loved that movie.
0: Yeah, no. I love um, that movie. I, as I said but in that, I
1: know it's not the best movie that we saw, but I really enjoyed watching that movie.
0: I Well, I felt, yes, maybe it would have helped if we saw it in the theater, but we saw it at home. I felt it was a movie that did not need to be made.
1: Oh, I disagree. And I, I felt promise.
0: it was a movie, unlike the first one, as I said in our podcast, that had no teeth. I was never worried for our characters. Where in the first Quiet Place, I was scared and terrified for our main characters. Didn't know what was going to happen. This one, I'm like, eh, everybody's going to be okay. End of the day. They're going to go home. And for the most part, it plays to that.
1: Yeah, I still just enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the, the story. I enjoyed, I just got into the movie. Okay. I liked it. But I respect your opinion about that.
0: I hope so. Of course. But no, Quiet Place Part Two. I'm, I have no interest in seeing it again um, to reevaluate can it. See it
1: again. I have okay.
0: no interest. <laughs> if, if there's ever a Quiet Place Three, maybe then I'll come back to it.
1: Okay. Okay. It. Number do You want four. to go to your number four? Oh, or you go. Or do we go
0: back to back? Let's just go to your number four. We'll just okay. Play
1: My number four was The Dry.
0: The Dry is funny. Or The Dry, or could it be aptly renamed? The forgettable.
1: <laughs> it is. It's forget- <laughs> It's almost like I had to sit and think about what it was about.
0: What is that, Eric Bana?
1: And it had such a, because um, we were just coming out of the pandemic at mm-hmm. that time that it came out in theaters. It was like one of the first movies that people were like going back to the theater to see, although we didn't see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still was right, kind yeah, of, heard. I liked him. I talk about it in the podcast how much I liked him. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody does. He's. Pretty great character, great actor. But um, the movie in general was kind of like kind of dry. It's very dry. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't terrible, but I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. Um, But I would look for Eric Eric Bana and other things.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah, he's definitely been in other things, and
1: I mean, I would look for him in the future of other things he would play in.
0: Dry for me was. I briefly considered it for a moment that maybe my bottom five, but it wasn't even a consideration for top five. So it just kind of fell in the middle. But
1: yeah, it was kind as, of as, whatever.
0: Like I said in the yeah. podcast about that it's not episode, a must-see. The Hotel Kigari, I think that was what it is called. Uh-huh. Remember the Australian documentary?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a better watch.
0: That's a better dry Australian to watch. movie. Okay, my number four. Yeah. Megan Fox's Till Death.
1: That's further down for me.
0: <laughs> okay. So, have you already done your number four? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do my number three then. Okay. How about that? And then we'll go to your number three. Unless that is your number no. three.
1: Um, hold on. That's my number three. All right.
0: So, we'll stay. There. Yeah. So, we'll talk about it. So, it's, your, it's my number four. It's your number th- three. Three. Actually, no, we'll do my number four then, real quick. And then we'll do your number three. Yeah. No, we did
1: your number four. Oh, no. Do your number four. Till oh, no. Death is your number four.
0: Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm confused. Let's do... Yeah, and Till Death is your number three, so let's do it. Till Death.
1: Let's do Till Death, because your um, number four is my number three.
0: Yes. It's very confusing. Um, yeah, this movie is what it is. It's... I know I know a number of people who I've... I know personally who said, oh, it's fun. They really enjoyed it. It was a fun little movie. Um, but for some reason, out of everything we watched, I was like, we watched a lot better films than to see Megan Fox leg around, around a body. A body.
1: And I, I just, the whole movie, I'm just like, why are you doing this? Like, mm-hmm. why don't you just do this? Or what, like, what, What? It just a lot of it didn't make sense of what her choices were. And it just seemed really just dumb. Like, was, the whole concept of it was dumb to me.
0: Yeah, and it's a movie of, like, constant circumstance. Like, oh, now this is bad and happens. Now this is happening. Now this bad thing's happening. And she
1: constantly doesn't, like, make a smart choice yeah. in now any granted. way, shape, or form. Who
0: knows how we'd all react if put in that situation. Of course. But I didn't enjoy... Yeah, it was tense and all and that. But I know a lot of people this year talked about the revival of Megan Fox yeah. between Till Death. We saw the other movie. We didn't podcast about it um, midnight in the switchgrass yeah
1: switchblade
0: switchgrass switchgrass i don't know with bruce willis and megan fox and machine gun kelly and some other person and that was it we're like we're not till death was better than that movie but a lucas haas was in it this
1: is no megan fox revival i'll say that but it's like
0: the, the only megan fox revival that it is is she's back in movies
1: She's back in movies. She's beautiful, so people like to look at her. But she's too beautiful because she can't play all this drama and be beautiful constantly. Like, you have to not look beautiful I did like her some more. Point. I will say this.
0: I did like her more in Midnight in the Switchgrass. I thought her character was a bit better. It was
1: more realistic, more smarter. Yeah. Like, but I, it, it bothers me how it's just a Megan Fox beauty pageant the mm-hmm. whole time. That's like okay like give a little more depth to the character yeah. she doesn't give any depth to the character until death at all mm-hmm.
0: no 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 all right line number three things heard and seen <laughs> looking at your list
1: okay that's not on my list <laughs> but I, I thought about it
0: yeah this is, we saw this in Casadega yeah. or the night before Casadega.
1: I think I have fond memories of it because I connect it to get the Casadega trip and mm-hmm. so I have probably fonder memories of the movie even though it's not that great of a movie but I connect it with our whole experience that weekend which was mm-hmm. really nice and good. Um, but you're right, it wasn't a great movie but it didn't make my bottom five.
0: You say you have fond memories of the movie um, with Amanda Siegfried. I went mm-hmm. Siegfried in the movie, mm-hmm. I don't remember her. Except for... For Amanda Seyfried, I don't have memories of this movie. No. Like I vaguely even remember what it's about.
1: Well, they moved to that house. Yeah, and I there's mean, like people. Someone have died in the house. Yeah, and there's oh, like that's kind that of like situation her husband ghost. and them. But it kind of like flips. Like, she's like crazy. the beginning of the movie is one thing. Is, and is it a then, ghost
0: story? But it's not a ghost story. Yeah, it's so kind it's kind of very like disconnected. The movie. husband being deceiving uh-huh. and and you know there's really. Yeah, it just didn't didn't work for me.
1: It, it didn't. It was a bad movie. But um, the circumstance in which we watched it to connect it to Castigo was fun. Mm-hmm. That's true. I thought.
0: <clears throat> so if you want to hear us talk about that movie in sort of a spooky nighttime atmosphere. Yeah. Go listen to that one. That was All fun. Right. Your number two. two.
1: My number two is Those Who Wish Me Dead.
0: That is further down. That is elsewhere on my list.
1: Elsewhere on your list. <laughs> yes. It can't be further up. <laughs> that is elsewhere on my it list. It has to be the next All right, one down. So my
0: number two is what is the official? But I
1: haven't talked about it.
0: Because we're going to talk about it later when oh, it comes later. up on my okay, list. Okay, I gotcha. I have the Netflix original. Extremely aggravating, somewhat boring and predictable, but at the same time, not. Um, The Woman in the Window starring Amy Adams.
1: Oh, okay, okay. See, I really enjoyed that movie. I can't wait to watch the Kristen Bell.
0: Well, the the spoof.
1: The spoof, like dark comedy part of that movie because I watched the trailer again the other day and I'm really excited to watch that. But I liked that movie. I thought it was ridiculous. I did not like it at all. I liked it. I mean, I didn't think it was, it's not in my top five.
0: Yeah, well, obviously we're talking about it.
1: But I didn't put it in my bottom five either. Like, I disliked other movies way more than that one. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's... I just found it difficult to stay on board with. I'm all for kind of over-the-top absurd things and leaps of faith. This one, I didn't think Amy Adams was all that great. Um, I thought
1: Amy Adams was really good in it. I
0: thought all of it was telegraphed. And that's, to me, what is hilarious about that Kristen Bell upcoming Netflix spoof of all those types of movies, kinda like some of these on our bottom five list. Yeah. Is
1: what the, what's the name of the movie that Kristen Bell's doing? The woman it's in all the wind the, the Woman Across the Street in the Window, yeah, whatever. Like there's like but three the long point, titles.
0: This is why the woman in the window is I feel bad. Is even with that ne- that new spoof trailer, there's been myself included the initial time. You're not sure if it's a comedy or not. No, like, yeah, I didn't take think so it either. Seriously. Because There's it plays so, many it so like close to how the woman in the window is actually presented. Right, right. So you're like, this oh man, this is just a bad ripoff of, of yeah, already a bad. I'm like movie. why
1: would Kristen Bell choose to do a movie about a movie that we already did, but then I realize it's like a dark Humor comedy spoof yeah. of that movie, which I love. That I can't wait to watch that.
0: All right, what's your number one? My or number your bottom. You're gonna hate the, all the you know. What my about. number one I'm is? I'm gonna take a guess. What is it? It's Mank.
1: It is. <laughs> I hated that movie,
0: <laughs> David Fincher. And I know
1: it won awards, and I know all of that. You know, Gary but, Oldman. Um, I did not. I am not a huge fan of Gary Oldman. I know that's controversial. I am not a huge... I did not like that movie. It bored me. It, And maybe I, I'm not a good film critic. Maybe I didn't see the depth of it. Maybe it, I was lost on all of it. Like, I, the language... In, unless I was some kind of film buff from back then, I would have gotten it. I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I don't try to pretend to be. So a lot of the kind of stuff was it just... I, I wasn't into it at all. And I
0: feel you. It's it's not in my bottom five. It's not in my top five, but I expected it to be your number one. I'm bottom glad five. it's not in
1: your top five. <laughs> I'm really glad it's not in your top five. All right.
0: No, it's understandable. Yeah, I think Mank is like it's a it's a movie. It's it's almost like this passion project of David Fincher's and yeah. I I think we saw a lot of films this year that came out that were just sort of these personal films that people really wanted to make. That's highly into their own interest, and if there's an audience for it, great. If there's not, I think we saw it with Mank. I think we saw it with um, Last Night in Soho. I think Mm -hmm. um, I'm a feeling we're going to see it in Licorice Pizza tonight. We saw it a couple years ago with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm It just seems that like so many of these male directors came out of the
1: pandemic and what are all just like, yeah. I want
0: to do a film that kind of, it's really, connected I've been wanting with my, to do and I haven't had time. But it it's somehow connected to their own And that's great.
1: Background. I think that's fine. I'm not against that. But personally, I wasn't into it. It was a hard movie for me to even sit through. I was just it's like, yeah.
0: I, yeah. I do appreciate some of its aesthetics and
1: mm-hmm. filming
0: approach as well.
1: with cinematography and all that. Right.
0: Yeah, and how it just feels like it could be a, a movie of the era. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I, I can appreciate that. The sound as well. wise, all mm-hmm. that. So that's interesting. All right, my number one of the bottom five is "Those Who Wish Me Dead."
1: I, I knew, I knew it. Yeah, that was "Those Who Wish Me Dead." First of all, the title does not go with the movie. I'm going
0: to say this. I think out of all our movie list, I think it's the only truly bad movie we watched.
1: It is. Bad. I know you didn't
0: like Mank, but given that it's your number two, it's The worst movie we watched.
1: It definitely is the worst. Yeah. One of the worst movies we watched. Yeah. It. Like I said, the title doesn't match the actual movie. What is the movie even about? Yeah, I remember remember that episode,
0: which we did at the bodega. Oh, my. Near our home, which is no longer open. So listen to that episode for we preserved the audio sounds of a place that no longer exists no longer
1: exists it did close down
0: um an audio documentation field recording if you will of bodega (laughs) in tampa florida um but no as we said in that episode it what does that title even mean who are those that wish me dead because we know it's not angelina jolie really it's this kid and this father and the kids on the run
1: but people don't really wish but the kid dead.
0: But they do because maybe he knows some of this whatever the secret information. But he's a kid.
1: No, they don't really I wish know, him but the dead. Thing
0: is, he does know the information though.
1: I know, but he doesn't even know what the information means. I like, know. Like it's just dumb. The whole movie's dumb.
0: Angelina Jolie,
1: like, come on, come on.
0: So, those She's. I mean,
1: she's. You know. She doesn't fit the role. I hate to say what it. What was
0: exciting about that movie was early on. That's like coming out of some of the pandemic extreme shutdown stuff but still like movie theaters and all that not really open and it's hey this weekend on hbo max that's the big movie starting and a lot of people were flocking to it because it was the movie released all right so those are our bottom fives
1: top five so As we're now we starting five to, to one. Now we'll
0: go five to one. Again. Our yeah. top fives. And again, same rule if it shows up later. We'll but one is the
1: best. Now. One is
0: your favorite film we, we
1: podcasted on. watched
0: and po- podcasted about in 2021. Okay.
1: okay. So you might be surprised by my top five.
0: I don't know. Same for me. I don't know.
1: Okay. So Here's my number five. number five best. Yeah. Neon Demon. Wow. I really like that that's
0: one. That's my number five.
1: Really? Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> high five. We, yeah, high
0: five. Which we recorded <laughs> at Magnanimous in Tampa, we Florida. We did. Yeah. pizza and Bruce. We
1: really like that movie.
0: It's a weird movie, though.
1: It is weird, but that's one of the things I liked about it. It was different. It caught you off guard, like, with the just the way, the story and the way it was filmed and everything. It's kind of really
0: high concept about the fashion industry and mm-hmm. young female models and sort of. And, and, and sort of a hyper stylistic Who is the
1: actress again in it?
0: Oh, um, I forgot um, her name. And it's Dakota, the same.
1: Dakota, some not Dakota. Fanning. And it was um, the
0: same director who did Drive. Dakota Fanning, maybe as well. Um, looking it up real, good, real quick. But it was—it's a movie that kind of stuck with me, and I kind of rec- recommended it to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's Elle Fanning.
1: Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning. Um, yeah.
0: I remember it's a film right after watching it, like telling a number of people who I normally don't recommend movies to. If you want to see a really crazy, wacky movie, and I, I think it's on it. Amazon Prime, go watch The Neon Demon. Or if people I know who had seen like Drive and really like Drive with Ryan Gosling. That you should go see. It has the neon colors, but it also has all the other.
1: And Elle Fanning is fantastic in it.
0: Yeah, and it's It's a little over the top in parts. It's a little
1: uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, and a little not—I won't say cheesy, but it works in the context of the film. Like, what somebody, you know, I mean, it's literally about beauty and connecting to old Greek myth and whatnot of -hmm. of consuming another one's beauty.
1: Yeah, I like um, that. And that literally is happening it. in the movie. Right.
0: Um, it's a movie I do definitely want to see again at some point.
1: Me too. Me too. For so sure.
0: The neon Demon. For sure. So, so, okay,
1: so we both, we that was our first one we've matched. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll go my number five. Okay, go, just so no, you, four. Num, my number four. Just so then you can go to your number four, because this will be later on your list. Um uh, <laughs>
1: What's your number four?
0: My number four is The Last Duel.
1: That's my number four. <laughs>
0: wow, this is exciting podcasting for you. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, <laughs> as a disclaimer, here at the Fat Beat.
1: We just made our list the fat separately. Farm.
0: As we were finishing our lunch, we sort of, like, peeled off on separate sides of the table and secretly looked over our podcast list and made our top five, bottom fives, independently, and didn't discuss.
1: And I loved The Last Duel, but once Our I Our most recent episode. Yeah, and I loved it. Like, I loved that movie. Yeah. And that's why you thought it was going to be later on my list. I thought but it was going to bring higher. once I looked at all the ones throughout yeah. the year that we watched, I realized I did love it. It was in my top five, but it wasn't my number one or okay. even my number two.
0: No, what I... I, I thought about The Last Duel. I wanted to make sure, am I rating this so high in the top five? Because it's such a recent watch that it's in recent memory. So I was trying to be careful of that. So initially, I was like, no last duel on the list. But then the last duel got itself up on the list at number four. And originally, I had it at number five. But it did slightly edge out the Neon Demon, I felt. Yeah. Um, But no, I thought it was really, as we might have talked about on the podcast or off the podcast, it was like a movie movie. It felt really nice to watch.
1: Yeah, like was, a really made great.
0: Hollywood budget movie you, that wasn't superheroes or.
1: Mm-hmm. I just really liked something it.
0: really disappointing like those who wish me dead.
1: Mhm. Yeah.
0: And I heard an interesting thing on some podcast I listened to. Again, it might have been at this movie. The whole Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Affleck. Affleck.
1: Affleck. Affleck. Like it was an E. e. <laughs> Affleck. <laughs>
0: um, no, it wasn't. It was on something on YouTube. But just the journey these. Two people, right? We're goodwill hunting, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of just regurgitating other people's thoughts, but I agreed with it, and I'm like, oh, this is just a whole nother layer to this movie, too. Where we talked about some of the issues with, you know, patriarchy and women and their status and things. But, because um, they wrote The Last Duel, and they star in The Last Duel how they present themselves in Goodwill Hunting as these two like badass, bro, mm-hmm. super smart guys. We saw the comedian make fun of Matt Damon, though he loves the movie, make fun like, of course Matt Damon made him to be the super cool, smart mm-hmm. guy at the university at Harvard, even though he's like a janitor, right? Right. Hi,
1: yeah. Guys. Hi. Hi.
0: Hi. Okay. okay, we'll be done Thank by then. You. Thank, Thank you, you, you so much. Sorry, no. no, no, you no, didn't been at all. That's perfect. Yeah, we've got 15 more minutes. We appreciate it. We loved it here, too, by the way. Um, these, like, of course, like the cool, two cool badass guys yeah. on um, Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. But then they write a movie, The Last Duel, just to show their growth and change in 20 years as their two, that same sort of macho masculinity is now exposed as... E- even Matt Damon's character as mm-hmm. the arrogance of the male perspective, and
1: Which I love that switch that, right? 20 something years right? later. I think that's great. They both
0: come off instead of like I think it's, two big heroes, like they do in Good Old Hunting, they come off as two despicable characters and I don't on, know, on, for separate reasons. If they in meant the last that, film. or if that's
1: the growth in themselves as mm-hmm. well, oh, like think, yeah. you know, I, mean, I think it comes through in the right, but it's, um, it's very timely, it's mm-hmm. very. Um. I just loved. I loved the movie. It was right. great. Okay. So
0: your number three.
1: My number three was. Kajillionaire. Okay. Was that your number three? No. Oh.
0: We finally parted ways.
1: Okay. I loved Kajillionaire. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorite movies of the year. Okay. Wow. For sure. Well,
0: obviously your top. Oh, like just in general.
1: Yeah, in general. Mm-hmm. I loved uh, the old guy in it. What's his name?
0: Oh, Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. him
1: a lot. I just like the quirkiness of it. I liked the story. I, I, thought I, liked it was, the, I thought it was touching.
0: The pink bubbles. Yeah. That's still around.
1: I just thought it was different and touching and um, funny and all those things all wrapped up into one movie. Mm-hmm. So No,
0: it was fun. Yeah. I definitely remember it fondly. and you know, When I looked at it, I paused for a minute. Like, I'm making my list, but I didn't write it down.
1: Yeah, I kind of forgot about it until I looked at the mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just, and then I was like, oh my God, I loved that movie. That's like, a good little
0: movie about family and the family unit and your independence in that and wanting to trust people you love, but at the same time, there are, even though they are people you're related to, they can be destructive and toxic.
1: I guess I really related to that. Kajana? That, that message.
0: That's definitely in the movie. No, that's what yeah. I said. Oh, yeah. I really related to that. Oh, you really? I thought you said doesn't really re- doesn't really relate to that. Yeah, I yeah.
1: really connected with that message, okay. So, you know, yeah. in some way.
0: So, Kajillionaire, we finally don't have a shared
1: pick. Well, so what's your number three?
0: Uh, the Killing of Two Lovers.
1: Okay, that's further up for me. All right,
0: so we'll come back to it. Yeah, so what is, that's further up for me. That's my number three. So, what's your number so what's, two? So, what, or
1: should we say, your number two? Okay,
0: my number two is. The Burning.
1: That's my number two. <laughs> Look at that. All right. <laughs> Look at
0: that. So we, we disagreed on number three. Okay. Um, but we agreed on number two. So exciting. That's why we have pretty similar taste. Have... No, The Burning, a Korean film. It's...
1: Great. It was just really good. It was a really good movie. It was we... surprising. We kind of find out, found it out. Of, I mean, you knew about it.
0: But we watched it because we had seen um, The Handmaiden. The Handmaiden. And we wanted another, like... South Korean film so we had heard some things about um, The Burning and it was also I think on Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. and watched that and we did a little double feature episode of the two of them but yeah The Burning is just like this film too that is
1: again like a different kind of message there was quirkiness in it as well that I really liked and, and you really like connected with the characters, or felt felt something for the characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is important to me when in liking a movie. Like I have to f- care about the characters in order for me to really like the movie.
0: Yeah, but yeah, and even with that, it was just it's kind of a subtle, a subtle story. Um, I don't know. There was just something kind of special about it, mm-hmm. and. Like I said, in a year, like I said, because we did a Minari episode, and I thought a bit like, oh, where does Minari fall on our list? And and then, you know, it's like... And God,
1: we've seen so many good movies. I love Minari, but I...
0: Yeah, and... But, but, I, um, but even after that, it was... or I think it's just called Burning, not The Burning.
1: Yeah, Burning, Burning.
0: But Stephen Yin, who's in Minari, is also in Burning... And then I tracked down and read the little William Faulkner short story.
1: I love that it's that connected to literature like that. inspires that, and that's really mm-hmm. good.
0: And just this, just this really kind of complicated relationship movie too. That even in a world where the Handmaid looked really beautiful and had amazing cinematography, it was that movie, Burning, that just told the story at face value, but really well. still had its artistic mm-hmm. element. So. I agree. Burning. My number. Two. Two.
1: Mine too. So my number one.
0: Yeah. Is The Killing of Two Lovers. Is The Killing of Two Lovers. Yeah.
1: I loved that movie. I loved the sound effects in the movie. Yeah, the gun. I just really block. felt like on the edge of my seat. I felt for the characters. I, and then you didn't, you know, you didn't. I love when you like want to dislike a character but you like the character but maybe mm-hmm. you shouldn't like the character because they're not great people but there's still something you like sympathize and love about them and want them to succeed or want them to be good you know Yeah, and,
0: and the dad just struggling with the whole situation with the divorce and breakup i love how they
1: brought those kids in there that weren't even actors it was so realistic it Like has, the, the it, it
0: leaves a, you're left with a sense of just realism but it's gritty it's real Dad in his overalls and kind of long hair and scruffy and it was beard. great that we
1: saw it in the actual theater, I felt like. We yeah. saw that in the theater, yeah.
0: Did we? Or do we? I think we rented that. We rented did we? It. Yeah.
1: It felt like we saw it in the theater. Yeah, we rented that. Are you sure? Streaming.
0: Yeah, and definitely okay. we didn't see okay. it in the theater.
1: Well, I loved it. That was my number one movie, for sure.
0: Yeah. The killing, and yours, that was, I,
1: let me guess yours. And
0: that was my number three was The Killing of Two Okay, lovers.
1: that was your number three. Yours yeah. was Handmaiden. Or no. Minari.
0: No, neither. Oh, really? (laughs) I thought about both. I was gonna do a little trickery, and make have to be my number two, burning Mm -hmm. slash handmaiden. Mm -hmm. But I that wasn't fair. That's not fair, so I didn't do that. No, Minari. It was I got past all the the hype.
1: Yeah, the Oscar hype.
0: And I'm like, no. At the end of the day, Minari is what everybody needs to see. The gateway South Korean film, maybe of the of to last see the year, better, not this year, but last year.
1: The really good Korean films.
0: But it did open up some doors for us to see mm-hmm. some other films. And um, no, Burning Burning was there. No, my number one, um, which I was back and forth on this too, but again, it's just so impactful. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, last
1: Night in Soho.
0: No, Last Night in Soho, I consider for no? my bottom five.
1: Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right.
0: But I figured that would be sacrilege Ooh. to some people. No, um, I did the TV series Midnight Mass.
1: Oh, okay. You really liked that. I did. I, I think, liked it too. but I think the it soundtrack, I
0: think it was one of those surprise Netflix series that, unlike something like the Squid Games, which mm-hmm. just everybody watches, but it's more about the shock and appeal and the big concept, Midnight Mass seemed to be this neat little TV series that everyone wasn't watching at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But everybody was picking up on it every 2 or 3 weeks apart from one another, right? True. It seemed like a lot of people in my circle I like I heard on a couple podcasts I listened to they started talking about Midnight Mass. So I said, "Okay." And I went and looked, watched a couple YouTube people talk about it, and I was like, "We need to see Midnight Mass." And even then I was hesitant and really liked it. And then a couple weeks later, you're talking to somebody and they're like, oh, we're watching some show called Midnight Mass. And then somebody else, mm-hmm. it's like, we're like, so I liked it, it wasn't this, how some Netflix shows or streaming shows. It's like that cultural event at that moment. This was just discovered by yeah. people. True. By word of mouth. And I think that speaks to its quality that it really is a 10 hour movie.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. I, I loved Midnight Mass. It's one of the best series I've seen. And I
0: normally wouldn't put a TV series, but A, since we did a, a, two episodes on it, and two, and number two, it is truly a 10-hour a film. Mm-hmm. It doesn't jump around in big time periods, really. And, True. Um, between the soundtrack, between the performances, between just the overall story... Uh, Midnight Mass was was just super impressive and unexpected.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. It's like a lot of
0: movies we're wa- we're waiting for. You know what's coming. you have been watching the trailer. Midnight Mass. It was just this neat little
1: discovery. Discovery for us. Yeah, no, It was good. Yeah. So that was no, my number one. That's a good one. top one.
0: So what to what to recap? Right. Right. Your top fives were.
1: My top five were um, number five Neon Demon, number four The Last Duel, number three Kajillionaire, number Mm. two Burning, and number one The Killing of Two Lovers.
0: That's funny. And then I had number five Neon Demon, The Last Duel, The Killing of Two Lovers, Burning, and Midnight Mass. Did you have any? um, I had I had three like runners up that kind of got I
1: had some runners cut
0: out. That were in. I actually had a top ten list. Then I whittled it down to like a top eight.
1: I had a one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. I had a top ten list, All and right.
0: I. Well, what were your other five that didn't make it? Just so my quick, other five, n-
1: not in any order, yeah. were Handmaiden, mm-hmm. Black Bear, mm-hmm. Minari, <laughs> Quiet Place Part Two, <laughs> and you—you hated this one, but I liked it. Um, Our Friend.
0: Our friend is funny. I was wondering if our friend got in the mix. Yeah,
1: but I knew um, it wasn't the top five, but I really liked, enjoyed the movie.
0: Yeah. My five that didn't make it in no particular order, you'll see some overlap. Handmaiden, Purple Noon.
1: Oh, I thought that would be in your top five. Yeah. And I, I really liked Purple Noon, too, but mm-hmm. it didn't make it in my yeah, top. Our
0: very first episode. Black Bear, mm-hmm. Lamb, and Sensor.
1: And I liked all of those as yeah. well. I did, but when I had to whittle it down,
0: but I, like you, I think like you, getting my bottom five was easy.
1: Was easier than the top <laughs> five, yeah. Bottom five was easy, for sure.
0: So okay, so that's our. Um,
1: that's our top
0: ten list. No, our top five and bottom five. Oh,
1: top five, bottom five
0: of the 2021 season.
1: Yes, that was fun.
0: So now we're about and to. This pl-
1: I'm really glad we discovered this place. It's pretty. Awesome. Yeah, out the here. sun's going down. We'll post down. some pictures.
0: They're locking the gate in 18 minutes, they told us. I'm not sure if, we'll, if you like heard them tell ago. us. Then you heard them tell us they locked the gate at 6. <laughs> if we cut it out, we were nice and we cut it out.
1: I think they mean that gate, but we're no, not in there. No, no. she there.
0: pointed to the main gate oh, that goes okay. to the main road.
1: Well, we better get going. So unless we're gonna going to become
0: farm-to-table farmers for the weekend. <laughs> it's not and, happening. Uh, <laughs>
1: It's not and, happening.
0: And plow the fields. We uh, gotta go see
1: Licorice Pizza now.
0: For the thing, yeah.
1: We're on our way.
0: So we're gonna go that. Yeah, we're about. Movie starts in about an, less than an hour. So we're gonna try that. Um, so look out for that episode. If you, we don't do it often, but I will say, if you've enjoyed our show at all, then um,
1: give us some recommendations.
0: Give us movie recommendations. Hit us up on Instagram. I think it's Night Before Podcast is our name. If you rate us five stars that'd on be awesome. iTunes or whatever you listen to, that really helps. If you don't think we're five star worthy just yet, just send, us, send us some suggestions <laughs> and we'll consider those and see what we can do. Um, but no, but we appreciate it. We've seen a steady incline, an increase of our listenership with every episode. And so we really appreciate the support. And we this have a lot of fun, fun doing this. So. We're exposing a lot of new places. It's our goal for the 2022
1: help local podcast season yeah help local
0: well we've been doing local but to go out beyond more things beyond our tampa bay area yeah um and promote and visit other cities so if you want us to come to your city let us know tell us where to go check out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we do it have a, Where's good drink, a place have a good we bite, need
1: a podcast from
0: and a good movie theater so until then thank you uh my cans cheers ha-
1: with our cans oh that doesn't cheers very well
0: <laughs> can't really hear it all right we gotta go <laughs> okay
1: bye, bye.